and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. Solo Megan here to introduce a very special episode. This week, Ezra and I got the chance to sit down with Rebecca Barrow, amazing author of Interview with the Vixen, among other things, and I will let past Megan and Ezra take it from here. Please enjoy the show. All right. Well, welcome Rebecca Barrow, fantastic author of the fantastic book uh, Interview with the Vixen. Hey, hi. It's a delight to have you here. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Um, I read your book in October. I was like, this is a perfect spooky read, mm-hmm. and I, was, I could not put it down. <laughs> I loved it so much. And I was like, Ezra, you've got to read this right now. <laughs> yep. I picked it up from her and read it, and I finished it yesterday. Excellent. Perfect spooky timing. Oh, definitely. <laughs> right? I know. It yes. worked out. It was, uh, yeah, it was a super, super good read. Thank you. I, I found myself... Uh, pleasantly disturbed with the descriptions of like yeah. the blood sucking that was some visceral stuff so kudos on that yeah there's some creepy <laughs> stuff there's one part you know i don't want to spoil it for people but i have a personal phobia of this thing mm. but i had to write it yes. in anyway and i wrote the whole yeah. time yeah. like i don't like this i don't like this <laughs> You had to be, like, wrapped up in a big fuzzy blanket with your, like, mug of tea or something while you're writing. I totally get it. Actually, if I may, I wrote up my own little plot synopsis just so we can kind of give our listeners an idea of what the book's about. All right. So, this is Interview with the Vixen. Uh, As she's getting ready for a date, teenager Veronica Lodge find the bodies of her parents being presided over by their murderer. She runs for help and gets in a brutal car accident, then wakes up in the memory with no memories in the forest. After discovering the horrible truth of her situation, she has become a vampire, and so have her parents. She must work together with her friends to stop the dreadful master vampire, Theodore Finch. With exploding stakes, squirt guns filled with holy water, and just enough leather jackets, Veronica begins her fight against the wicked undead. Complications arise when her classmates Reggie and Moose are turned into bloodthirsty creatures of the night, and Veronica is forced to sacrifice a piece of her humanity in order to save Cheryl Blossom. As the doomsday clock ticks down and the vampires get ready to burn down the new Blossom Hotel in a final act of revenge, Veronica must gather her crew of Betty, Dilton, Archie, and Cheryl to bring one last fight to these bougie bloodsuckers. Ooh, that was a great synopsis. <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> I was like, I yeah. want to read that. <laughs> it's a good read. I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this good author wrote it. So I wanted to ask about um, how this book was influenced by existing Archie storylines. Yeah. So there's classic Archie. There's the Vampironica comic sh- series and Riverdale. Yeah. An Archie reboot. There's a million Archie stories. <laughs> yeah. There's like Archie meets everything. Every time I see something yes, new, it's like Archie meets Kiss. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like Archie meets yeah, the B-52. Sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. They, uh, one of our favorites These are is all uh, real. It's crazy. <laughs> Archie versus Predator is a very good one. Yeah. Um, I was given the Vampironica like comic to work mm-hmm. off of. So it's mostly that, but then. Obviously, it's very... Well, actually, I would say it's probably like a mixture of... It's like 80% Vampironica, mm-hmm. um, Riverdale, and then like 20% of the classic Archie. Like, you have to have the love triangle. 
You just right. have yeah. to have it. You have to right. have Veronica's like the pearls and all of that. Um, so yeah, that's Fantastic I worked with the comics mostly, and then I'm a huge Riverdale watcher. Yes. So totally. That's all. It's a in fantastic there. show. I really loved your Veronica was such a good take on her character. Thank you. I found it very interesting. Like you don't even with Riverdale really get a chance to kind of like step into the mind of Veronica, which yeah. was a really nice treat for this one because you really do get, I mean, so much more character growth than you can in a comic for sure, um, unless it's worked on very hard. <laughs> And certainly, I think even more than Riverdale, the show, where we do get a pretty good growing Veronica. But yeah, it was interesting to see her kind of go from frustrated about her situation to, at the end, having taken control of it completely, essentially. Yeah, I'm really into, like, unlikable girls, (laughs) you know, all of that good stuff. Yeah. Um, Girls who are, like, discovering things about themselves and... You know, the Veronica that we know from, like, the show and the comics, she's, she's very, like, not one note, but she's, because she's so poised and perfect, like, there's, like, a bit of armor. Yes. So when you get to write in her head, it's like you get to step behind the armor and what's behind that perfect Veronica shield that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun to get into that. For sure. So I really loved your depiction of female relationships too and i totally ship uh veronica cheryl was that was that on purpose is there some am i reading that right (laughs) (laughs) like finishing the book and i was like yes now i know it seems so perfect right at the end there i was like only cheryl will really get veronica (laughs) yes it was so much fun there may or may not be some um, implications, okay. let's say. Okay. Fair. That I yes. personally read into my own writing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Maybe Fabulous. it's like Big Archie won't let you say yes, <laughs> Big but we we, we get you. We we like to think of ourselves as the bad boys of Archie podcast, so <laughs> we can say whatever. <laughs> yeah, I also noticed I love too the Archie podcast world. It's <laughs> cutthroat out there. It's brutal. I man. used to be really into. I say used to be. I'm still really into Pretty Little Liars. Yes. Very so good. I listened to multiple podcasts, and they had a whole podcast verse, and <laughs> now there's like the Archie podcast verse. I'm like, yes. this is amazing. This is all I want. Just give me all of the yeah. content all the time. <laughs> just mainline everything I need. Yeah, just straight to the vein thing. I noticed too that um, this was like in an Archie horror novel series, which I didn't realize until I had finished it. Did you have yeah. to like? work within a universe there or were there other writers working on books in the series um so there's uh, the jughead book which is called oh. um werewolf in riverdale uh-huh. okay um so that's a different author caleb um i'm gonna say his name last name <laughs> wrong sorry caleb <laughs> caleb uh Rorig, i think is how you say it sorry caleb um <laughs> he has written the he wrote the um the Jughead, that's based off Jughead, um, The Hunger. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I got to write the Vampironica um, novelization. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't really, we didn't really have any like issues with that. I basically had to make sure Jughead wasn't in mine. Okay. 
I noticed that like right at the end when they're like, "Hey, Jughead's on vacation." I was like, "Oh, he is on vacation." <laughs> It's like right at the beginning, uh, she's like, Betty's like, oh, you know, because we should go and say goodbye to Jughead before he leaves on his fishing trip. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. then at the end, they're like, oh, Jughead's going to like love to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I think it's a done. case of like, it would be a bit too confusing if Jughead was in one world dealing with werewolves and also in this world dealing with vampires so it's a yeah. lot on yeah. riverdale <laughs> yeah yes. definitely it's very localized on this small american town <laughs> yes it always seems to be though i guess um i watched the first episode of um katie Keene. oh what do you think day. i liked it i'm yeah. gonna keep going but okay. when josie she said something to josie about like new york being scary and josie's like I'm from Riverdale. It's the murder capital of the world. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, it really is. I'm glad they're embracing that. I know. I don't think I realized that. <laughs> Riverdale, Riverdale, murder capital of the world. Yeah. So I also, my wife and I have been watching Supernatural this year, mm. and every mm-hmm. time they like sprinkle holy water on people she was like put it in a squirt gun god so when i got to the point in interview with the vixen where dilton has a squirt gun full of holy water i was like she did it right like what is the right. sprinkling water on people you can't that's I know they've totally got like a them. weird little like salt shaker that they're like, <laughs> like they at always people. keep it in like a flask and then like her like no, it's yeah. good. It's so I was so happy. Dilton's not going to do that because Dilton's smart. Yes. Like, he's got the brains. No, Dilton's like, it. I'm keeping my distance from the vampire. I'm a like, human. Yeah, no, I don't want to get bitten. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I really loved too getting to see Dilton like crafting these exploding stakes and things yes. like that. It had like a great Van Helsing feel to it. I was yeah. wondering, was there, like, any, some maybe, like, vampire fiction you drew from? Or, like, were maybe just your favorite piece of vampire fiction? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love <laughs> vampires. Yes. Good. Um, what did I draw from most? I mean, I love True Blood. Yes! <laughs> True Blood! The, the grossness of True Blood, like, when the vampires just fully explode everywhere. <laughs> and of, I love that. God, I forgot graphic yeah none of this just like softly fading away no they're just bang like gone <laughs> yes. everywhere melting into horrible things <laughs> i've never really been like a huge buffy person but i'm you know i've absorbed enough buffy knowledge to i suppose it's got like elements of that oh, yeah. you know teen girl slayer everything totally. um my my favorite vampire media i think is a book i read when i was really young um by christopher pike okay um in the spooksville like series so it's like kind of kind of like goosebumps but not goosebumps okay like a very similar they live there's like these five kids that live in a town i guess very like riverdale spooksville okay where all these terrible things keep happening and they get sent to different dimensions and monsters and vampires come and all these kind of things and that's that really got got me got, totally. that one really got me <laughs> yeah. i wonder if it was named spooksville before or after spooky stuff started showing up 
Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were, they were like, like, let's oh, move man. to Spooksville. <laughs> There's so many vampires here. We might as well just call it Spooksville, guys. <laughs> they just rebranded. Let's embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, we just watched Goosebumps, rewatched Goosebumps last night. Um, and uh, how they're trying to make like a basically theme park attraction out of ghosts. Might as well just go ahead whole hog and make yeah, it like Riverdale Vampire town. town. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. Sounds I, good. I would go to a Riverdale. Like, imagine like you could go to a Riverdale theme. I feel like I'm, if I even say it, I'm like infringing on some kind of <laughs> <laughs> But like you go to get a snack, they're like, you want some jingle jangle? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that. Like a Rin Fair for uh Oh my god. Riverdale. Yes. Everyone has to dress up like a teenager from the 60s, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they rocked all fashion, so. It's true. You could do any era of Archie comics, I mm-hmm. guess. Elaborating off of the last question, would you say vampires are your favorite monsters? Oh, definitely. Yeah? Okay. They're like so far above everything else. <laughs> very Because good. they are the chic. You know, a lot of, most vampires are very chic, mm-hmm. which is fitting for Veronica. Definitely. Yes. Um, they can hide in plain sight. Yeah. They have great style, and which might you think is the same thing as chic, but that's two different they things. They are so classy, always. Equally important. They're so. like, they're always sexy for <laughs> yes. some reason, you know? They can't not There's be. something, there's really something about, like, you know, you have to bite somebody. Like, yeah. and you have to drink their blood. Yeah. And, an exchange it's very it's an yeah, intimate it's very thing <laughs> for sure so can i ask your opinion on twilight yeah uh, twilight the movies i i enjoy the first one and i actually enjoy the first one like as a movie i used to be all the time i'd be like katherine harbrick is a great director christian stewart is a great actress this is a great yes. indie movie you just aren't giving it a chance <laughs> 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 then they do go a little bit off the rails a little bit I mean, it's like, fun. what else, what more could you want from yeah. <laughs> sparkly vampires? Like, really? <laughs> I feel like it's an example to me of, like, an idea that's solid, but maybe not executed as well as it could have been. Because there's maybe. some really cool <laughs> concepts in there, but then there's also some really weird stuff with, like, stalking and that being normalized. Yeah. Maybe just a bit of, like, a, uh, I don't know content editor <laughs> or like well something. like if he was supposed to be creepy and like that was supposed to be fucked up that he was watching her sleep every night it would be different but it's like oh great you're watching me sleep every night i hope all like, boys oh do this God, so romantic <laughs> yeah. so sweet i know the like visibly gagging when she walks in is one of my favorite parts <laughs> so of that funny. movie my my partner and i just rewatched it and did a drinking game along with it which i heartily recommend <laughs> um yeah such a good movie yeah oh it is so good and the soundtrack absolutely the soundtrack slaps. still slaps. Like, oh definitely still. <laughs> so good how do you feel about the books though is the question <laughs> the the books and now I haven't read them since I first read them yeah. and I will say I, I read them like peak Twilight me too <laughs> yep <laughs> like I got into them just as um Breaking Dawn was about to come out and I was telling all my I was, have you read have you heard of this book have you heard of this book Twilight <laughs> it's the best book I've ever read self appointed <laughs> yeah. spokesperson yeah <laughs> and then like I remember I read the last one and I got so annoyed when you know she's pregnant. And I was like, this is, like, crazy. And then you turn the page and it's, like, into Jacob's point of view. And I was like, Jacob? 
<laughs> what do I want to hear from this fool for? Like, what do I care about Jacob? At that point. I just want to know about Bella being pregnant with a vampire <laughs> baby. Like, what's going on? We had a um, a movie night on Zoom recently where we watched one of the Twilight movies, mm-hmm. and one of our friends there was like, I remember writing a letter to <laughs> Stephanie Myers oh my about how incredible and wonderful her books were Amazing. back in the day. It was so funny. Did she get a reply? I love that's the real. I think she got like a form reply. Okay. So she was like, it must have been later when she was big enough that yeah, famous, famous. someone was sending her her mail for her. I love that. <laughs> that's fantastic. It sounds like you also had kind of a basis with Archie Comics going into this. Um, I'm not like an Archie comic reader. Sure. So... So you came in through Riverdale more? Yeah, I came through Riverdale. I have read a couple of the comics when I was like younger, and I think yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just such a, uh, you know, I'm a very online person. <laughs> I'm a very, um, obsessed with media person, so you just get to know like oh and i did i i always forget mm-hmm. less so now that sabrina is an archie yeah thing so i watched sabrina when i like i love sabrina i still quote it now like random bits of Hell yeah. <laughs> you know the pancake song from the original like, oh my gosh <laughs> i sing it all the time <laughs> i forgot about that i don't think i'm familiar with it That's oh it's amazing. great it's so catchy Fantastic. but yeah so i was like a sabrina head i guess okay nice yeah i really came into it through the show, which I guess I kind of came into from Pretty Little Liars. Okay. Because when mm-hmm. it ended, we were all like, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. Right. And it was just starting and everyone was like, there's a mystery show. Let's go watch that one. I was nice. like, okay. Very cool. So it was a bit of a learning experience in some ways, maybe? Oh, yeah. Like, when you get into the entire Archie world, like, I really didn't know before um, they asked me to do this that there were so many random like <laughs> crossovers and like strange story like but i love it because it's such a like a huge universe it's so much like fun. why not do all of this stuff like yeah. <laughs> this is what you you can do anything basically yeah <laughs> so why not do it they really do everything <laughs> they really do there's this particular um like tv what the archie's weird mysteries it was like this animated <laughs> show from the early 2000s, right, Meg? Yeah. They, it's terrible, but it's fantastic. Um, and yeah, the voice acting is absolutely wacky. Because they're Mr. Lodge. <laughs> the Mr. Lodge, whenever I read dialogue by Mr. Lodge in this book, I could only hear it. And this voice, <laughs> oh, no. which is like very like, Veronica, what are you doing? Put that down. And it was just like everything you can get from, everything you could think of. Archie has probably done at some point. Yeah. Or another. yeah. It's a deep well. <laughs> well, I always think about like Riverdale when people will criticize it and be like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. It's so ridiculous and over the top. I'm like, that's the point. Right. Yeah. You're missing the point. That's why it's fun. That's why, that's what I want. Like, right. I'd be so disappointed if I turned on an episode and like the answer to the mystery was like, I don't know. It was like somebody got confused and said the wrong thing. Like, no, I don't want like logic. Right. Yeah. It's not why we watch CW shows. <laughs> exactly. It was just a random drifter who killed that guy. It's like that's yeah, not no. satisfying. It has that's to be his fun. dad. It's like um, I just watched um Dynasty. Mm, I don't know. It. I got super into it. Another CW show. Okay. It's like so soapy and over the top. <laughs> amazing. 
and there's like one part where a guy has fallen into the swimming pool. He's got hit on the head and then fallen into a swimming pool oh, and no. got into a coma. And then he's starting to wake up. And I said out loud, I was like, if this man doesn't have amnesia when he wakes up, yeah. I'm going to be very upset. Because <laughs> it's cancelled. Yeah. And then he did. And I was like, this is excellent. Exactly what I want. Thank you couldn't you. have it any other what way. What you need. Head no, damage yeah. equals amnesia, as we all yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I, I have been interested, too, because... Are you a big fan of horror in general? I, I think I am kind of a horror fan, but without really realizing it. Like, over the okay. last few years, I'm like, no, I actually do like horror. You started like, looking I, at your stuff, and you're like, oh, there's a lot of spooky stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, I just wrote, um, I wrote another book. It's not, like, contracted. It's not anything. It was just for fun. Yeah. But, like, there's, like, a random... I was like, what? wouldn't it be fun to have, like, a dead deer ghost spirit thing in this and like um i do watch a lot of horror films just random like i wouldn't be like oh i love horror but if i see something i'm like oh yeah that looks interesting and fun i'm gonna watch that in the dark by myself (laughs) yes there is something like i i would not also also not classify myself as a horror fan per se but i am like particularly drawn to the like macabre yeah. or like this just kind of like the unnerving more so than like yes unnerving the that's a great word for it you know have you seen um the babadook yes oh so good that's unnerving that's unnerving <laughs> like that kind of stuff you know i watched it in like three three chunks <laughs> <laughs> had to it break it up it is <laughs> yeah you just yeah. sit there tense for an hour and a half it- takes a lot out of you man i'll just yeah. binge all of hill house and then can't sleep for days because I'm like, oh this is a mistake and no i'm having dreams about ghosts my house can't not be haunted at this point yeah, <laughs> yeah. all houses are haunted <laughs> seems like it basically i still like i still get scared of the first season of american horror story oh my god well, yeah so but were, I remember watching that. I lived, it was like a few houses ago. We had like, mm-hmm. you know, go into the garage to get something. And it's like pitch black. And oh yeah, I just remember being in there and I was like, mm, <laughs> that creepy guy from American Horror Story is definitely in here with me. He's yeah. definitely, definitely here. <laughs> I have added to my vocabulary the phrase uh, murder house basement. Every time like <laughs> yeah. I go in a creepy like concrete basement, especially if it's got multiple rooms, then it's a murder yes. house basement. Yeah, no, that that's get that show is uh fantastic. Yeah. yeah. We had a murder basement at my last job. Like, which was a dance studio. Ooh. So I didn't really know. I had to take someone down there to do some kind of, you know, electrical whatever. Uh-huh. And I hadn't ever been down there and I walked in and I was like I'm gonna die in here. I don't like this. Yeah, the I'm person going. you're showing down there is like, oh, they're definitely gonna kill me. This woman. Yeah, kill me. yeah. sorry. <laughs> oh man, there's no circuit breaker down here. No, this is this is all a ploy. I know what's going on. <laughs> I've seen this movie. I feel like especially in the UK, all buildings are haunted. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, at this point. They're just so old. Uh-huh. Everything is so old. You're like, definitely somebody, multiple people have died in here. <laughs> <laughs> Jack the Ripper yeah. probably lived here at some point, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something terrible happened. Yeah. Like, it's just a part of life. <laughs> Especially in London, you walk down like a street and you're like, every alley, you're like, seven people were murdered in there for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, I know it's a hard ask, um, would you say, especially now that you've kind of realized about 
this uh, horror affinity for yourself, would you say you have, like, a favorite piece of it, whether it's, like, a movie or a book or a TV show? I don't know. Oh, favorite horror thing. Or if that's a, a, a tough get, uh, top three will also survive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, a horror film that I like, and now I haven't seen it in years. Mm-hmm. It's just never on. It's called, um, it's called The Hole. Kira oh. Knightley is in it, and Thora Birch. Huh. Okay, I'm not familiar with it. So it's it's like the two the two of them and these two guys. I have no idea who the actors are. <laughs> they might be famous now, like, but I have no memory. <laughs> I think they like they're leaving school or something, and they're like, we're gonna have like a crazy party, like in this bunker. Okay. Don't go into a bunker, Always kids. A good plan. Don't go into the bunker. <laughs> As like they go into the bunker, but then they get locked in from the outside and they can't get out and no one knows they're in there. Oh no. And you know, it all descends into madness and chaos and it's very creepy. Yeah. Wow, I gotta check that out. Yeah. (laughs) It's like as above, so below mixed with like the descent or something. Oh, I watched the descent, that scared me. That one's scary. Don't go caving. God, that's my takeaway. Don't go underground. Never cave. No way, man. Especially where you have to, like, rappel in down a giant hole. Like, no way. Uh That's always bad. No, no. Um, Yeah, that makes me think this will be my second one, which is a short story, um, which I'm not going to remember the name of, but it's by Stephanie Keene. Okay. Okay. Um, and I believe it was part of, um, there was like an online YA short story magazine called Foreshadow. Okay, cool. Um, I had a story in it. It was very cool. Very cool Fabulous. experience. Very cool. But her story is about this, um, kid who goes out to find, um, like a legendary cave. <laughs> okay. Um, and he goes down into the cave and he is trying to get through uh, something and he gets stuck. Ooh. Oh no! Uh, so what do you do? You're stuck underground oh, no. in a cave. That's... Is there a monster there? Probably. That makes Ooh. me so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Just the idea of being physically stuck, like in between, like two pieces of earth, yeah. and like no, you got all that. No, yeah. You're thinking about all the I pressure on top of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. No caves, guys. Uh, Just like yeah. Let's not. No that caves, belongs to the no mole bunkers, people. Yeah. No basements. <laughs> These all belong to various ghouls and goblins. So we'll just leave yeah, them alone. Yeah, just leave it. Leave it alone. I'll just cancel that caving trip I had planned for the three of us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> we'll just go scuba diving into a big pit then. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> tr- deep trench diving. Yeah, exactly. We'll just do that. You know, we'll do the shark cage thing. Mm, <laughs> Nothing ever goes wrong with that. Never. No. Definitely haven't made movies about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cage won't <laughs> detach or anything. No, no it'll be fine. Enough. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. So we've got two. That's my number three. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I. It's not really horror, but sometimes it's horror. I love <laughs> Criminal Minds. Yes, oh. I feel like that counts. That's horrifying because, yeah, crime media yeah. that should count as horror. Especially, there's one episode that's basically like a Saw ripoff. Oh, so I like yeah. Saw, but I I like the Criminal Minds version of Saw best. Nice, <laughs> very good. Okay, 
Definitely a nice little spooky trio right there. Yes. Cool. We got that's perfect too because we got what a movie, a short story, and a show. That is perfect. You hit them all. (laughs) Very good. Well, um, would you say that for this pro, like I guess not even necessarily this project, um, but for your writing and your artistic endeavors, do you have like a particular inspiration or a creator that you kind of like? look to oh that's interesting i i think i i have like some authors that i look to in terms of like whole career mm-hmm. which is like useful when you're having a spiral of like i'm not successful oh, i want to be like this person and uh, and i look at the people that i really admire and i'm like are they doing any of these things that i'm telling myself i should be do-? like they're not on tiktok <laughs> yeah yeah totally <laughs> Like, they're not, like, online all the time. Now, I am both on TikTok and online all the time, but, you know, (laughs) baby steps. Yeah. (laughs) I just kind of look to them. So Stephanie Keene is actually one of them because she's an amazing writer. She writes these, like, psychological thrillers. Wonderful. That are, um, I'm trying to remember what any of them are called now (laughs) because it's all going out of my head. That happens. Uh, One of them is called The Smaller Evil. Ooh. Because it's on my shelf. Oh, and one of them is called Delicate Monsters. Ooh. I love that one. Delicate Monsters. But and she's just really cool. She's so smart. She's like a scary smart. I think she's. I think she's got her PhD now in like. Uh, I don't want to say what it's in because right. <laughs> something impressive, thing. right? Yeah. Yes, a some smart kind topic. of psychological. Probably yeah. something yeah, I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's very smart and she writes these amazing like creepy psychological like family they're so like you know when you're reading something and it's so tense yeah and you're like i'm viscerally uncomfortable yeah like i love that i love that feeling weirdly it's the best stuff being able to create that too just with like your words is always fascinating to me yeah i have done like a little bit of horror writing but it's definitely not my Mm -hmm. forte but being able to just like i mean i think probably the scariest thing i've read i haven't read a lot of scary stuff but the scariest thing mm. is The Shining still. Like, I just Ooh, I remember. Never, I haven't read it or seen it. Ooh, I definitely recommend the book. Okay. It's, I think they're both good in different ways. Yeah. Like, the <laughs> movie's very nice as, like, a Kubrick art piece, but then the book's just, they're very like, different. viscerally spooky. I remember sitting yeah. in my dorm room in college and just, like, shaking on the bed <laughs> because it's so scary. <laughs> One of my favorite things is The Unreliable Narrator, which mm. that definitely has going on. So I think that's fun. Perfect. Is there like a genre you would say you kind of like tend towards writing the most or you just do you kind of spread your cast your net wide, so to speak? Well, I would say I like started out just contemporary, you know, like straightforward realism. Sure. And now I'm getting more into some kind of like uh thriller, mystery speculative stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because I don't want to say, like, once you've written a one contemporary book, you've written them all, but <laughs> <laughs> it can kind of feel like that sometimes, yeah, where you're totally. like, they're just normal people, like, they go to school, they have a house with their parents, or maybe not, but, you know, like, they do what we do, and I'm like, well, but if you write something that's, like, a mystery, now there's, like, a murder happening, right? or some kind of terrible thing a terrible accident uh something in the past or you can put a ghost in if you feel like it, so. <laughs> right. yes. when it's like slice of life fiction you've got 
not less tools in your toolbox, but they're maybe a little bit less exciting. Yeah, it's like a re- you have to work within like the bounds of reality. <laughs> and so boring. If, if you take that away, it's, it's a little bit more fun sometimes. Yeah, I totally I feel like, get that. Especially this year, we're all tired of those. <laughs> we're, we're done with the bounds of reality. Yeah, yeah that's no, <laughs> I'd like to just let's just jump all the way into fiction. Crazy, yeah. fantastical thrillers. Speaking of um, crazy, fantastical thrillers, Megan, I think you have a crazy, fantastical, thrilling game for us, do you not? I do have a Yay, game for game. us. Yeah. So, this game for you, Rebecca, is called Betty or Veronica. <gasps> okay. Um, so this may be a little challenging because I did pull these from, like, Archie Comics classic verse. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I sort of jumped around in time, so at least one of them is pretty old. Which okay. gets extra wild. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, seemingly the older the weirder. Yes. Yeah. I have four summaries I'm gonna take us through. And I have changed the names of Betty or Veronica in these to Madeline and Pete, which is just my wife and Ezra's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I needed names to swap in. I tried writing them as like just without names, and I was like, "This is too hard. <laughs> this is confusing." <laughs> this is confusing. She uh, and she. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Archie and the girl. No, <laughs> the blonde one. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not helpful. So yes, uh, obviously you're familiar with Veronica mm-hmm. from Interview with the Vixen, but Archie has changed their characters a lot throughout the years, mm-hmm. and. So we're going to see if you can guess these specific Betty and Veronica's. I'm ready. Okay. So the first one here is Taken for a Ride is Mm -hmm. the name of this comic. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Archie is at the county fair with his date, Pete. Okay. Archie wants to go on all of the big scary rides, but (laughs) Pete picks the carousel to go on. Uh, Archie is annoyed by this. (laughs) Then Pete takes her time. Picking out which carousel animal to ride. Does she want to ride the horse, the leopard, the zebra? Archie is like, they're all the same. And she says, no, you can make up all sorts of interesting stories based on the animal you pick. Whoa. Okay. Okay. That's my favorite carnival game, too. For example, as she rides her tiger, she imagines that she's on his back riding through the jungle. Oh, the tiger's back. Not Archie's. <laughs> She's like, what What story is there about the giant chicken you're riding, Archie? <laughs> and he says, and I quote, I don't even want to think about it. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Archie's a dick. And a perv, um, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. So then they ride the Ferris wheel, and that's boring to Archie. Um, Archie wants to ride the tsunami wipeout. Oh. And Pete says it's the meanest roller coaster at the fair, and she doesn't want to ride it. It beats you up. And he tries to time. coerce her, and she says no, and he rides it without her. Uh, okay. I don't know why they went to the fair together yeah. when they hate all those <laughs> yeah. rides. I, they seem to hate each other. <laughs> this is not a great relationship. No. Afterwards, he again tries to convince her to go on this ride, and she says, I said no, Archie. Yeah, no means yeah. no, Archie. And then he goes on a different scary ride. She just waits for him. Cool. He continues to go on scary rides. And then what? her friend comes up and is like, oh, I thought you were here with Archie. 
I just saw him in line with Gloria, and it looked like they were on a date. What the hell? And she's Archie. pissed. Rightfully so. So she, she goes up to Archie, and she's like, I changed my mind, I'll ride with you. And they <laughs> go on a ride together, and what? she loves it. Oh. She loves scary oh, rides. Okay. And then forces him to go on scary rides for the rest of the day until even he is sick and tired of it. <laughs> but I guess he's forced to keep going. Yeah. Because Archie can't say no. That's what you get, yeah. Archie. So, being a dick. who is Pete in this comic? Betty or Veronica? And my gut says Betty. You got it. Nice. <laughs> this is Betty. So proud of myself. That's a good one. <laughs> nice. Okay. Next up, this comic is called Forgive and Forget. Okay. Well, none of these are great pictures of Archie, huh? Uh, <laughs> is there well, such weird. a thing? It's almost like there there aren't any. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Archie runs into the mall, apologizing for being late. Madeline is already pissed, and she says, 10 minutes is late, 40 minutes is history. Which, like, oh, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe she was still there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, I forgot. And she says, like, she has no patience and leaves. Um, so she's walking the mall by herself, thinking, who needs Archie? Nobody. She yeah, sees who? a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She sees a child standing outside of Tim's toys, um, asking her mom if she can have the orange ball she's holding. Mom says no. But while Madeline looks on, yeah. she thinks... That the ball reminds her of you know who, oh, no. <laughs> and she suddenly orange. sees Archie's face in the ball, oh. telling her she can't mean what she said. Oh, that <laughs> okay. seems healthy. She's freaked out by this, and she says, "I feel so strange." As she walks away, there is a man demonstrating a super juicer, and of course, oh. to do oh. so. He is juggling oranges. Oh, not where I saw that going. <laughs> so as she watches, each of the three oranges turn into Archie's face, all of them calling, forgive me, to oh. her. God, Archie drugged her. Very normal. She thinks her mind must be playing tricks on her, um, but maybe she was too hard on poor Archie. I don't know why. Hmm. That's that's her response. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> it, so she walks away, she sees a boy with an orange balloon, this also turns into Archie's face. It's and orange he calls, day at the mall, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He calls, you can't just forget about me. Ugh. Then she sees his face in the orange sun logo of another store, and <sighs> finally she's like, I'll get something to eat, maybe I'm hungry. She orders a pizza, the pizza <laughs> turns into Archie's face. And then she eats <laughs> She it. loses her appetite. Oh. Right, then that's fair. the real Archie appears, <laughs> yeah. and he—he's—I think she says aloud, "I've lost my appetite," and then Archie's like, "I've lost something too, someone I care about very much." <laughs> okay, Archie, calm down. He was following her around all day, yes. waiting for an opportunity to say that. <laughs> he was just behind the store, saying, "Forgive me, forgive <laughs> me." So he asks for her forgiveness, and she grants it, telling him not to keep her waiting in the future. As they enjoy the pizza together, he asks her what made her decide to forgive him. She says, let's just say there's something about you that's unforgettable. As we see <laughs> okay. all around them horrifying orange circles, she was unable to escape. 
Some, yeah, that's some like a psychological hand. horror for you. Yeah. It zooms to Archie's hand, and he's got a small <laughs> bottle of LSD. <laughs> yeah. That he's like, that's it, Veronica. That's what happened. It's wild. All right. All right, so who is Madeline in this comic? Uh, based on scientific deduction, <laughs> I believe that one to be Veronica. Nice job. Yes. Well you done. did it. Two for two. Veronica doesn't stand for anybody being late. Right? Yeah. But she will wait 40 minutes just to just to tell you that she's not happy. <laughs> I know. That's, yeah, it's a very Veronica 40 move. minutes is so long. <laughs> and to just stand at the mall? Like, I mean, I guess you could window shop or whatever, but... In those 30 mm-hmm. minutes, I mean... she was setting up a date with Reggie, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Okay. Nice. All right. Next up. This one is called... <laughs> For no reason at all. Razzle Dazzle Frazzle. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Why uh, not? Yeah. Yeah, Fuck I don't it, right? think that's relevant at all. They used the word dazzle at one point. So, Archie, Nancy, and Pete are watching as cool guy Brad does some sweet tricks on his skateboard. Like on TV? No, they're like at the skateboard park okay. watching... <laughs> Archie complains about how girls always go for flashy show-offs, and he's going to show them that Bradley isn't the only show-off in town. Like, okay, like I like his yeah. logic is like, fuck these show-offs, I can be one too. <laughs> yeah, you're like the biggest show-off, Archie. You do handstands yeah. on the beach. I know, All always. the time. Honestly. Uh, he says, let's see what kind of razzle-dazzle Archie can cook up. There it is. It's title yeah, drop. It's that title drop. <laughs> Half the title drop. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's not frazzled yet. No, I guess so not. So Nancy tells Pete that Archie saw her ooing over Brad, and she's like, yeah, he's worth ooing over. And oh. then Nancy tells her that Archie is going to find a way to get her attention, and she's like, well, he should. Um, Nancy worries that he will come up with something crazy, seeming to worry that he is going to hurt himself doing skateboard stunts. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Not, mm-hmm. not out of the uh, realm of expectations. This is not the Riverdale Archie who is built. Cool and coordinated. So Pete laughs at the idea of Archie attempting extreme stunts, but then she imagines him Ending up in increasingly worse accidents. So we have, like, a series of panels of her imagining him, I don't know, hurting himself and ending up in the hospital. Yes. Um, I assume on one of them he's in, like, a full body cast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, like, one leg up, you know, and, yeah. I think we've all had that. She's fantasy. at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she starts to worry, and so she starts looking for Archie so she can put a stop to this madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Pops, Jughead says he is off practicing somewhere, and as she is searching for him, he finds her calling out, Pete, look at this stunt I learned. Oh. He then demonstrates that he is able to flip a peanut off of his nose and catch it in his (laughs) mouth, saying, isn't that spectacular? Yeah. Yeah, that really is. Wow. Such razzle, such dazzle. Pete is not impressed, <laughs> and in the final panel, we see her uh, chasing Archie, throwing peanuts at him as Jughead and Nancy look on, and Nancy has some line about, I knew Archie was going to get hurt, <laughs> as he's like, ah, stop throwing peanuts at me. Wow. So, and he has paper skin. <laughs> yeah, I know, those really, really hurt. 
Can you throw peanuts? Shark. So who is Pete in this comic? I'm gonna go with Veronica for this one. You got it! Yeah! You were the best at this game. (laughs) Alright, we have a final one. And see if you can get a perfect score. Oh no, the pressure. (laughs) This is called The Big Fix. Alright, so... They pull a credit card scam. (laughs) Madeline's upset (laughs) that Archie is spending all his time with Pete. While she is lamenting her fate, she Ooh. runs into Reggie, who has recently been beaten to a pulp by Moose. Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> he tells her that anyone Moose is sweet on may as well be dead. And she realizes that if Moose were sweet on Pete, that Archie wouldn't want to go anywhere near her. Stop. She had, wow. yeah, she has some internal deliberation of like, I shouldn't do that to Archie. No, I should. Doesn't take her very long to yeah. justify it. Yeah. So she finds Moose the next day at lunch and carefully reveals that her best friend has long had a crush on him, but would, of course, never act on it because of um, his relationship with Midge, who he just said that he loved. So she's like, hey, you like Midge? Yeah, you love her? Well, guess what? (laughs) My best friend also likes you. Wow. He immediately throws that relationship out the window with this new information. Whoa. Realizes that Archie has been monopolizing his girl, and he's going to pulverize him. The word he uses is pulverize. Also, his girl, he found out about literally ten seconds ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Madeline realizes that Archie could die and rushes to warn him. She runs into Midge, who hasn't seen him, but she does tell Midge everything that's- well, not everything. She's like, Moose is into Pete, and he's gonna kill Archie, and, you know, Midge is like, what the fuck, Moose? We're dating. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what, wait, hold on, did we- did I get dumped and you uh, dumped? Yeah, <laughs> what's going on now? So- Oh, right. <laughs> Moose finds Archie, and Jughead are walking to the ball fields. Uh, he instantly goes in for the kill. He's yelling oh. at Archie about monopolizing his girl. Archie is like, I don't understand. Pete and I have been going out for years. He doesn't Moose think he's says, talking about Midge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he says her name. Okay. I don't know. Moose says that he will give Archie a sporting chance and let him land the first blow. So while Jughead hides his face in fear, we see Midge come up behind the boys baseball bat in hand Whoa! (laughs) we then cut to the next panel moose is on the ground unconscious jughead is congratulating (laughs) archie and archie is confused midge stands nearby innocent as a lamb the bat is in two pieces on the ground oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yes so the girls arrive pete and madeline um, Archie and Pete are once again enraptured in each other, mm-hmm. leaving poor Madeline out in the cold. The two lovebirds leave, and Jughead picks up the broken bat, wondering aloud what happened to it. And Madeline says, don't try to fix it. It's liable to be worse <laughs> off after the fixin'. Oh, my God. I guess talking about her situation <laughs> yeah. in a way that is super weird to Jughead. Yeah, he's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's a I, baseball bat. Okay. I, I wasn't going to try to fix it. I was just literally asking what happened. But yes. Okay. So, who is Madeline in this comic? Our protagonist. Mm. Trying to kill Archie. Mm. I mean, that feels like 
a very Veronica thing to do. But it could be a twist, you know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with my girl Veronica. This was a Betty move. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. This is old school Archie when Betty was fucking crazy. Um (laughs) Yeah. They normalized her a lot. But in, like, the 40s and 50s, that girl. <laughs> I love it. She's like, I will kill Archie before I allow him to be with another girl. Like, whoa, Betty. Like, okay, it's not that deep. <laughs> I know. This is high school, guys. She was more like it's a stalker Archie. of Archie at that point than an actual <laughs> love interest. Oh. Like, is Archie really the guy that we're all fighting over? Archie Andrews? Yeah. Are we and talking about? Like, that one when he had, like, yeah, two giant Archie. front teeth. Mm-hmm. And a bow tie all the time, like I don't <laughs> just know. the imagery of Midge with the baseball bat, and then the next scene she's like <laughs> nothing, just I didn't nothing. Do she's in her like know. beautiful spring dress. It's <laughs> my favorite thing. <laughs> we need more of that energy in modern Archie. I think there's a, like a parting shot of of Moose being like, "Boy, Archie sure can hit hard," and she's like, "Wait till I get you alone." It's <laughs> like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> yeah. They're into the freaky shit. So, that's our game. Thank you so much. Oh, that was fun. That was a challenge. It was so much fun to write. (laughs) I was like, all right, I gotta find the weird shit. Make it hard. There's so many Veronica storylines that are just about her being rich. I mean, she has other things going for her. She's like, I have money. Yeah. Money, money, money. I, to be fair, this is my giant house and my car. (laughs) Yeah. She is very interested in her own money, to be fair. I feel like that she makes true. it the plot point more than they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, oh my god, for a guy, I don't care. I yeah. don't, like, no one cares that you're rich. We, right. <laughs> we all still live in Riverdale. <laughs> yes. Like, but I have money. <laughs> so there's that one where she, like, flexes on everyone for having, like, fancier Christmas cards than they do. Oh, or yeah. That <laughs> yeah. is a story wow. point. <laughs> yeah. And then she forgets to mail them or something. Mm-hmm. The old oh, Archie yeah. comics are very weird. They're fun. Fun in a weird way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's good stuff. There's another one I read looking for that last one in the same digest where there's a tomboy-esque girl that's monopolizing all the boys' attention and they're like, we'll be masculine if we have to to get Archie's love. <laughs> we'll grow beards if we have to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's then the what... fun twist on that one is Archie's like, boy, sure do love a feminine woman in a dress. Oh, boy. <laughs> And then I think they oh, do amazing. hit him with a baseball bat, so that was also a recurring theme. <laughs> they actually just beat the fuck out of Archie in those early yeah. ones. Like, how should we end this one? I don't know what to... Uh, baseball bat? Baseball yeah. bat? Yeah, baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> they just had a poster in the writer's room like, baseball bat? Yeah. Can't get out of a situation? Bat your way out. <laughs> yeah. Archie's batting 100. <laughs> on brain damage. Yeah. They're sponsored by the Louisville Slugger Company for like 20 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Real thing. <laughs> well, that was fantastic. I think we can probably let you get on with your evening, uh, Rebecca. Well, before <laughs> we, um, I'd love to ask if you have anything you'd like to plug to yeah. our listeners yeah, and where they idea. can find you online if they'd like to see more of your work. I have... Uh, I have a couple of other books. Yes. Um, they're not horror, but you might like them anyway. Yeah. Our readers <laughs> like all kinds of books. 
Um, so my, I have, um, my first book was called You Don't Know Me, But I Know You. Um, it's about like reproductive rights, Ooh. family, some Fabulous. good shit. Um, yeah. and then This Is What It Feels Like. It's about a girl band, um, getting back together. You know, one last show. Can we do it? Um, that one, I think people really like that one, mainly because it's got a lesbian in it. So (laughs) if you're into that, yes, there's a little, as queers, we love (laughs) queer representation. Um, and then, you know, I might or might not have an announcement soon about something else, but. Very exciting. Yes. Um, maybe even this week. Oh. But as in publishing, you never really know. Sure. (laughs) So I had to sit on, um, interview with a vixen for about nine months. Wow. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah. You never know when these things are going to actually come yeah. out. Definitely, wow. Well, that's very exciting. And then I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram as Rebecca K. Barrow. Perfect, perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. This was so much fun. Well, thank you for having me. It was great. Once again, I would love to say a giant thank you to Rebecca. We had so much fun recording with you, playing that game, and hearing all about your horror inspirations. So after this episode was recorded, we did get the big announcement that Rebecca's new book is coming out in the summer of 2022 called Bad Things Happen Here. If you want to get all of the sweet deets on that, you got to head on over to her social media, which of course is at Rebecca K. Barrow on Twitter and Instagram, and I've included it in our show notes as well. You can find us, of course, on our website, RiverdaleHighAV.club, and that's got all the links you need. So... This has been Just Megan closing up today, and I will see you at the chocolate shop. We both loved reading your book, and it's just wonderful to get to talk to you. Yeah. I look forward to reading more books by you. Yeah, your future works, whatever they may be. Who knows? Some some more horror, some more creepy things, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs>